postgame coverage of BYU football continues with the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economics Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. It is BYU Creamery, Cougar Postgame Coaches Show, brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Kansas 38, BYU 27, and both teams' Big 12 opener. Head coach Kalani Sitake now joining us from uh, field level here in Lawrence. Uh, Kalani, thanks for the time. As always, uh, your thoughts on a, a Big 12 opener that goes the way of the home team after a really strong first 30 minutes. Things got away from BYU in the second half. Yeah, I, I, I mean, proud of the guys and, and the way they battled, um, but... You know, we, we definitely know we could play better than than, uh, than in how we did in that game. But we had our moments. We had our opportunities. And um, even with the mistakes that were made, um, you know, just, just really happy that the guys uh, uh, were physical. But um, not happy about the mistakes. And, and definitely really happy that our fans showed up and gave us a good presence. And uh, just, just disappointed we weren't able to come away with a win for them. Coach, this being your first game in the Big 12, obviously not the outcome you want, but the first game in the Big 12, how much different is this now? Being a part of a conference, suffering a loss, but looking at what's in front of you, does this feel different than first losses of other seasons? It does. I, I mean, and you could see it in the players and, and their demeanor and their faces that that we we know we didn't. I mean, give, give Kansas credit. They, they made the plays and they won the game, but we didn't help ourselves either. But there's still a lot more to play for. You know, we, we're still trying to get get our, our first win in the conference. We're trying to make a, a statement. We're trying to find a way to, to get bowl eligible. We're trying to do all these things and trying to get that fourth win. Um, I think the guys just know that we missed an opportunity, and, and so we'll never get this one back. But um, there's a lot of things that we can build off of it, and there's a lot of things that we are, that are fixable. I, I, I've said it, uh, Greg, to you earlier that, that we want to get better every week. Um, I, I don't know if we did, if we got better enough, better as far as the made enough progress from three uh, third week to the fourth week, and that's my job. I, I got to do that. And but the, I'm proud, proud of the way the guys played. I mean, they're physical. They're, our guys are big, and they can play with these guys. So uh, the talent's there. We just this was, wasn't one of those games where they just ran away with it. We we, we were in the game, and and um, you know we'll, we won't get it back, but we can take it out on the next one. First game without a defensive takeaway uh, for BYU, and, and, and then you, when you balance that with the fact that they had three takeaways and scored on two of them, that's just a tough equation. Yeah, tough to win those games. And, and um, you know, you, you, we had the fumble return for a touchdown. I think that was the opening, opening drive that we had, the first drive, and then a pick six. And, and so on third and long, which is like just throw the ball away, and, um, and then we live and play another, another drive. You know, and that was... Uh, Unfortunate, the ball tipped around a little bit, and I, th- I think maybe trying to force something too much, and, and um, just need everyone to do their job, one eleventh, and not not to do too much. I think if we can do that, we'll be in a better position. But uh, defensively, we could not stop the run in the second half and get get off the field, and that's not gonna gonna work for us. So we we need to find ways to be more assignment sound, make tackles. I, I felt like we missed more tackles than I than I'm used to seeing. And, uh, again, give credit to Kansas, but why are we missing tackles and why are we not stopping the run? So, Kalani, it's been eye-opening taking this job and being a part of the BYU broadcast and getting to know the BYU fan base on flights and in hotels and all places. And 
you know, they're curious why this run game is not working. And this one's pretty tough. Nine yards rushing, and it just felt like it was broken. And people ask, is it fixable, and what is broken? Can you help me and and just the BYU fans understand why this run game isn't working right now for BYU? Well, they, they have every right to be concerned, and, and, and that's a concern of mine too. And um, there, there comes a point where we've got to figure it out and find ways to make that. You can't just be one-sided. I, I, I get we can throw the ball where BYU. We don't want to throw the ball 80 times, though. You know, but... but um, in terms of us, it's, it's missed assignments. You're seeing it, Hans. You're seeing the, 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 the things that we're missing, and it's like maybe it's the track, maybe it's the timing of the blocks. There's a lot of things that go into it. We've got to figure that out because this is not what we're, we're about. This is not our style of football. We've, we haven't been able to struggle with a run like this in, in a while, so we've got to figure it out. And, and at some point, the players have got to, you know, buckle themselves in and get ready to play. And sometimes it's a matter of pride and, and, and get some knockback at the line of scrimmage and um, that, that's 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 just me speaking out of out of emotion right now. But we've got to find a way to get that going, and that it, it's it, it's uh, it's fixable. Um, and we, but there's a, there's a there's a piece of blame for all of it, and whatever it is, the fans have a right to be concerned. That needs to be fixed, and we need to fix it soon. Well, and that's what I keep telling people, Kalani, is yes, it is fixable because when I watch the film, for instance, I'll see a backside seal that doesn't seal. And the backside D tackle is able to get past that seal and makes a backside tackle. And if that's just sealed up, then that thing gets to the outside and bounces for 10 or 12. Or you've got an extra defender that comes up at the line of scrimmage and he fires the gap and nobody picks him up on the play side and he's in the backfield. Well, I look at that and I'm like, no, 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 that's fixable. You can pick that guy up and you can run him out. I look at the different issues that, like you mentioned, the assignments that are popping free or the, the assignments that aren't working, and I keep thinking, wait a second, those are fixable, but you get four games in and you start scratching your head like, okay, at what point does this thing turn? Because it's got to turn against Cincinnati, doesn't it, Kalani? It has to. I mean, we we, we are a better offense when we have a balance of things, to things. And, and when I say balance, that we can count on the run to be there for us. And so the simple answer is this. What do we hang our hat on? If we need some yards in the run game, what is it going to be? And right now I have a hard time answering that, and you can't answer it for me either, right? So we've got to find that out, and it's it's a matter of identity. What are we about, and what can we do in the run game? If we need to get some yardage, what's the run we're going to go to? And uh, if we don't have that identity figured out by now, then we've got to get things going by, by, by next time. next time we play, which is Friday. We don't have an extra day, so here we go. We'll take a break. More from Kalani as we continue from Lawrence, Kansas. A note to our affiliates, our next segment with Kalani will be our final segment of the broadcast. We've completed our Cougar Postgame live segments. We'll have our second segment of Cougar Postgame Coaches Show and conclude our broadcast from Lawrence after this with Kalani on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, it is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. Kalani with us for one more segment. Uh, This note, it's the Economics Partners Valuable Stat of the Game. Brought to you by Economics Partners. Whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes, when your business needs a valuation, the right partner is Economics Partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. It is time for tonight's Economics Partners Valuable Stat of the Game. We're going to go with Red Zone. Uh, BYU falls today 38-27 to Kansas, but Red Zone is still perfect on the season, Kalani. BYU now 15 for 15 in the Red Zone. Twelve of those scores are touchdowns. 
uh, when you're getting a chance to score, you're getting something out of it, and that was a, a noted area you wanted to improve upon from last year to this, and so far so good through four games. Yeah, that, that was good. I, I just want to kick kick more PATs than, than field goals and, and just get more touchdowns. I think that would be helpful for us in this game, but um, just really happy that whenever we can get points on the board, and, and, and I'm proud of the way Will's kicking the ball, you know, so... Um, and. Um, you know, we just want to make sure that we're in a position to have more success. I, I want to get in the red zone more than what we've had. So I asked this of, I believe it was Darius Lassiter and Kalani. I've been a part of a lot of different game plans, offensively and defensively, and I've lost teammates inside those game plans that make a big difference. And you know, a guy like Parker Kingston goes down in the beginning stages of this game. We saw how integral he was in that Arkansas game. I'm not looking for any type of excuses, but I've been a part of game plans. I know how important certain players are. How much did Parker Kingston have to do with the offensive game plan, and how much do you lose when he's not out there for four quarters? Well, we, we know what he has, which is speed, and um, we weren't able to stretch the field as much as you know as we like, but uh, the other the other receivers can run too, and, and, and I think the key is the timing and getting – reps with with the plays that we have when when you now you're running a receiver that's doing parker's uh, routes that have been parker's all week you know so um that's just part of the game we have to figure it out and and um you know we we put it we put a lot of points on the board we just shouldn't have given up so much and there's there's a blame to go all around i, I think all three phases we can improve on but um man i just wish we had it back again but you don't you so you got to move on and, and build off of it i saw a lot of really good things too um, there's got to be a lot more emphasis and urgency for us to get better at a quicker rate than, than we have been. Felt like the hardest hitting day for BYU in terms of guys in the tent, right? Yeah, that, that was tough, but we knew that going into this conference is going to be a physical game, um, you know, number of games. And uh, I think there's some guys that are banged up that probably got held out of this game that might make it back next week, uh, some that might not. So that that's uh, we have depth. We've got to move on to it. it uh, this is not the depth I wanted to test, you know, with safeties this early, but. Uh, we have capable players. It's a matter of getting our guys ready to go. And, and, and so everywhere across the board, our position groups are strong. We just need to uh, get the guys healthy and, and, if not, move on and get the guys that are ready to roll and, and eventually get those guys back. So, Kalani, is there any looking forward previous to this game, just what Cincinnati brings, or is that something where you just have to wait and tell me a little bit later, or or do you kind of know what you're looking for coming up Friday on a short week? I'm, I'm going to watch Cincinnati on the way home. I mean, this is a, I'm, I'm a one one thing at a time guy, uh, so I, I'm pretty sure all the coaches will try to get this one um, you know, graded and, and, make, and make corrections and then move on as soon as we can before we uh, go to church tomorrow and, 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 and keep the Sabbath day holy. The rest of the time we're going to be working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday to make sure that we're ready to go on Friday. So I I feel we've done this before. You know, I'm excited to go home. I can tell you that is that. And, uh, excited to get back into the Lavelle Stadium. We, we love having the, the fans here. They were awesome. They're so good and just really, really want to win for them. And so now, now we're going home and we get to see our fans at home and Hopefully they can give us a, a little bit of momentum like uh, they've done all year long. You know, it was a special day. Even though the outcome wasn't what you or the team desired, you got to play a Saturday afternoon football game in a sold-out building at a place where they love football and had it count in the standings and kick off the Big 12 era. Big picture, I know it's hard to see it necessarily that way, but 
this was a special day, I thought, for, for BYU football. It was. I mean, there, there's always a time to reflect on, on the fact that we're in the Big 12 Conference. Uh, obviously, we want to perf- be performing better, but um, I think we will. And, and uh, it was a cool experience to be here in Lawrence, Kansas, and, and to, to be in the stadium and to hear uh, this environment, you know. And so it was good. It's good. This is a really good experience for our entire program, for a lot of the young guys. And, and um, now that we've been here before, uh, this isn't going to be so brand new next time we come back here in a couple of years. And, and uh, we'll, we'll be really excited to welcome Kansas to, to Provo when they, they come play us next. So, Kalani, uh, I did want to get a comment from you on Caden Slovis. 357 yards and, and a couple touchdowns. He was 30 of 51 and definitely put on some yardage. There were a couple of drives where he was just dialed in. Give us a, a thought on your general kind of outside open view of your quarterback's play in this one. Yeah, I, I thought the uh, obviously he wished he could have that, that that interception back for a touchdown, and and that was a third and long. It was like either throw this route. If it's not there, throw it away. And I think he was trying to do too much, and and that's a that's a tough lesson to learn, but a good one. So I, I think he'll learn that. And and the other the the other interception, he was trying to back shoulder throw when I think he could have uh, aired it out and given the the receiver a chance downfield, but. Um, those are timing things, and 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 um, and he. It's him trying to be aggressive. I want him to be aggressive. I want him to be mindful of the ball, but that ball belongs to everybody, and it belongs to Cougar Nation. It does not belong to uh, to one person to to be reckless with. Now I want him to be aggressive, but there's a difference between aggressive and reckless. And and um, it, whenever it costs us points like that, especially when we're we're in a tough situation, and we have a really good punter that can flip the field for us. I think it's important that everybody understands that. But sometimes when guys get down and 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 they want to they want to stress a little bit too much, it just do your one eleventh. We don't need anyone to do any more than that, and that goes for every position, including the quarterback. But I'm proud of the things that he was able to do, the throw that he was able to make. We give him we need we need to do a couple of things. Give him more time so that he can he can find the open receivers, and then we need to have a run game to complement. What he can do so that they're not just have the the, the line is not just pinned back, ready to go after the pass on a pass rush. We need to keep them guessing, and we need a, a run game to complement all that. Coach, housekeeping item here uh, because it was declined, we didn't really hear the explanation. But they called an illegal touching again on BYU on Rex who caught the ball. Was it the same call? Because I saw you talking with the side judge. Was it the same situation? Yep, it was the same situation, and and again that that's uh, we've we've got to fix that. I, uh, we we are checking with the refs every play, so I don't know how that's showing up. And obviously, we have a reputation of of, of not lining up correctly. So that's again, I'm the head coach. It's my fault. I, I got to fix that. But um, I want our players to have some awareness too. You know, the, like it's a matter of understanding football that you can't cover up a tight end, get off the line of scrimmage, check with the ref, and that's what we're, that's our protocol. That's what we do every down. Mitch, you've played a lot of football and you've played that position. You know that. So. I don't know why this is being an issue over and over and over again, and obviously, it's too much. So I, I've got to, I've got to, I got to figure it out. And this is not, not how it's supposed to be. So now you take a look at the. Um, there was another miscue. There was a, a three-minute um, break, and then you're coming out of that three-minute, and you call the timeout. Is that something, Kalani? Is that something that's a lining, lining up issue? Yep. That 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 was the. Uh, that was an issue, and then we had the, the um, break the huddle with 12 when that was a personnel issue that we're trying to go for two. Um, and so all those, <laughs> it's, 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 a, 
it, it, again, th- those are not things that we that are that are supposed to. That's embarrassing for me as a head coach, and should be embarrassing for our coaches that we don't get the right personnel called. We had the personnel called, but one player didn't hear it and uh, decided to go in the play- game. You, you just don't ever go in the game unless you know what the personnel is, and, uh, and that that was a hard thing for us to to you know to see, and then the uh, the fact that we had uh, the wrong formation out there and. Um, didn't have enough time. It was just get the right call in, and so that's that's a those are all coaching errors. That's not on the players. All right. The last thing then, Kalani, is the fact that you have a short week, but yet it'll be an energizing week with knowing that you've got a Big Twelve home opener on a Friday night uh, at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. It'll be a special evening here this next week. Yep, we love those Friday games and, and get it ready before general conference. You know, so uh, we, the, the the good thing is coming. I know we're losing, but we lost this game, but. Uh, the, the game the game is a day sooner, so we're excited for that. Kalani, thank you as always. Safe travels. We'll see you next week. Good luck, Coach. All right, love you guys. Go Cougs. Cougar Nation, thank you for showing up. Appreciate love you, you brother. Guys. Love you.